is very, very great. So I want us to pray. Almighty God, we are so grateful unto you this, uh, this morning. We thank you for your love and your concern for us. The Bible say your the Bible say your thought for us is of good, not of evil, to grant us expected end. Father, you are the one that know evil the end from the beginning. Father, we pray today as we come with your presence today, O God, that you will teach us your word and you grant us the grace even to understand you better. So that in our walk with you, as we eat the bread of life, you will make us, O oh Lord, our God, to become Enoch of our time, Noah of Amen. our time, Elijah of Amen. our time, that will be among Amen. the more than 6,000 people that never bow their head to hide us. That you, you, our name will be in the record of life. So that when you are talking about people you are proud of, like you are proud of Job. You will say, I'm proud of this boy. I'm proud of my son. I'm proud of my, uh, my daughter. I say, Lord, let this be our person in Jesus' name. Open our hearts, even to your word. Grant us understanding in Jesus' name. For in Amen. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today, I want to, to speak to us on a message. And the message I want to preach to us today is future security and main foolishness. Future security and main foolishness. So when I say future security and main foolishness, every one of us might be thinking, what am I talking about? Future security, main foolishness. And I will explain to us in a way to what I also understand. Every one of us will want a secure future. Yes. And in our quest to secure our future, we do a lot of things, you know, to, uh, to, to work for future. In our quest to, to have a good future, we go to school, we, uh, we organize businesses, we want to make sure that the future is there. We want to make sure that the future is there and that the future is bright. That the future is bright. Praise the Lord. We make sure that the future is there and the future is bright. Everyone that is with me, talk, that is with me today, every one of you, you will know that every one of us, I don't know where you are right now, where you are right now is because you want the future to be great. In our quest for the future, we continue to labor. We continue to seek for more. We continue to make sure that we labor, labor, labor. But in it, many of us are foolish. Because when we are planning for that future, we remove the author of future from our, from our, our plan. The Bible says, God is the one that knows the end from what? From the beginning. So, the one that owns the future, many of us will remove fees from our plan. And let me tell you, when you remove the owner of the future from your plan, you are already failed from the beginning. Hallelujah. I want to read for us. 
I want somebody to help us read the book of Luke, chapter 13. Luke 12. Luke 12, please. I want us to read the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse, from verse 13 to 23. Luke 12, 13 to 23. One man, one from the crowd, said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Mm -hmm. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things it possesses. Hmm. And he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? I have no room to store my crops. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have made many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Who, this night, your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? To 20. To 23. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. From that story, we saw what happened to that rich man. And is it not the same thing that happened to that rich man that many of us are doing today? I want to give us an example. You know, as parents, in our attempt to build future for our children, what do we do? We destroy our children. There are many parents today that have destroyed their children in an attempt to build them to make sure they are comfortable for the future. You want your children to be comfortable for the future, but you are not building, you are not helping them. Praise the Lord. There's somebody's phone that is blipping. Somebody's phone is blipping. Can you please uh, lower the, can you please take that phone from ringing tone? You see, many of us, we, we, we want our children to have good future. And what I'm saying to those of us who come from Africa, you understand this. You want children to have good future, but you don't know how to train them to be useful at home. No home training. Everything in the house for, your, for that child is done by the house help. You allow house help to do the cooking. House help does everything. That child doesn't know how to clean. Doesn't know how to make food. Doesn't know how to do anything. In attempt to make sure our child have good future, we destroy our children. In our attempt to make our child have good future, we have forgotten that our children that, are, that come to the world, they also come with potential that God wants them to use to benefit their generation. Many people, many of our leaders, they accumulate wealth that, they, that even these children doesn't need. The wealth that they don't need, they accumulate it. They think that they want their children to be, to be, you know, to be worthy. And they think that if they can accumulate wealth for them, that's how they'll be worthy. And they will kill 
they will destroy them. There are many of our leaders whose who children, whose sons and daughters have become drug addicts, have become useless because their parents do not have time for them. They are not teaching them on how to be useful, on how to be good. In an attempt to do what? To secure our future. And let me tell you something today. Securing future is what is, is, what is destroying us in Africa. Because every one of us, most of our leaders in Africa, when they get into power, what they are thinking about is not the future of the community. They are not thinking about, the, the, about securing the future of their community. They are not thinking about securing the future of their state. They are not thinking about securing the future of the nation. What they are thinking about is how to secure their own future. So when they are in position of authority, irrespective of their religion, whether Christian, Muslim, whatsoever, who they are, whether they don't have religion, because they are selfish, what do they want to do? They want to accumulate wealth for themselves to secure their own future. And let me tell you something today. When you are thinking of securing your future, and you are not thinking of the future of the society, you are not thinking of the future of your children, you are not thinking of the future of your wife. You are not thinking of the future of your husband. You are foolish. Because you know what? Somebody that is thinking of the, of the future of, 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 of himself or herself and not thinking about the future of the community will not develop the community. So when they give them money for contract to, the, to, to construct road, to construct hospital, to have amenity that will make our nation great, what would they do? They will defy the money to their purse. And they will say, yes, they are millionaires, they are billionaires. They are not millionaires. They are not billionaires. Many of them are thieves. So majority of people that we see, that we call great men, worthy men, they are not worthy. Even we can, when we look at them, we should see them as criminals that are making everyone to suffer. So in attempt for them to, to secure their future, they become what? They become foolish. In their, in their thought. Because what is the essence of the money they are accumulating that they cannot take anywhere? Many of resources that we support that supposed to be used to develop our community, to make the future bright for all the people in the community. Many of this money, they have embezzled the money and keep it in their account. And many of them bury the money. They are built, they are riding classic cars. They are using jail. They are using all the kind of a thing. All whatever they are using their money to invest on to benefit themselves is foolishness. The Western world that will come, all this Western world that we are talking about, that they are great, that people want to go to, they don't think about themselves. They think about their community. They think about their nation. They think, they think about what they can do to benefit humanity. So until our thinking, until our thinking, our security, whatever we are talking about, until we look at how we look at what we make humanity better, until we think about what we make our nation great, until we think about what we make our community great, until we are selfless, every security, every way of securing future that we are thinking about for ourselves is useless. And that's in what today, 
because of the quest for the future. And that's what is destroying our African economy. You know, somebody will say, if I get to power today, I don't know what will happen tomorrow. What, what would they want to do? They want to start to, to embezzle money. Look into the Western world. The system work. You don't need to be worried about when you retire in the Western world. Because everything, the system works. We know that when you retire, you will get your pension. You know that when you retire, if you don't have enough money, they have retirement homes. If you don't, you know, you, everything has been planned. But all these things can also be planned in Africa. All these things can also be planned in our community. But because of the quest for, for future, that because we are selfish, nobody wants to do it. Everybody, everybody is, is, you know, everybody is planning for themselves. People are planning for themselves. People are wishing their own family. They, they don't care. You know, they, they normally say, in my culture, we pay a meal man. Baby, man, they call, come, bamun, bamun, moyo. You see, that means that I don't care if people are suffering around me. So far, I'm what? So far, I'm full. And this is also happening in the church. You will see many pastors who are, who are, who are living a very flashy life. They ride big car, they ride jet, they, they live in a, in, a, in a mansion. But people in the community that they are suffering, many of them are suffering. You will see people going to the altar to give testimony. And you will know yourself that this world is suffering and there's nobody to help. So when we are looking about securing future for ourselves, when we are looking about securing future for our own family alone, when we are looking about securing future for, for, for only us, instead of us looking for securing future for the community, for our nation, we are being foolish. Because if the nation is in trouble, if there's problem within the nation, problem within your community, even if you are rich, you are not safe. Is it not happening now? When the coronavirus started, when they closed the border, our leaders that are not making our hospital to work properly, that we don't have all those amenities there. Many of them will have died because there's no, no facilities to look after people there. Look at what is happening. Look at atrocities that's, that, is, that, that is happening, taking place. The roads are bad, everything are bad. Is it because we are poor? No. It's because some people are thinking of securing future for themselves. For themselves, and they thought when they embezzle money, when they put that money in their account, when they live in a big house, they think they have a, they have secure future, and they never learn from those who have passed before them. They never learn from history. If all of all of the our leaders that are making life difficult for people, if they can learn from history, you go and watch abandoned millionaire mansions, go and, and watch abandoned flashy cars, go and watch people. People that have been rich in the past, that have gone, you will not think of accumulating wealth for yourself and, and allow, allowing the nation to be suffering or allowing your community to be, to be suffering. We will be able to work together and think about our nation and think about our community. More importantly, the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 6, 19-21, the Bible says, Do not lay stress up for yourself or heart. Where moat and rust destroy, where thieves break and steal, but lay up yourself treasure in heaven, where neither moat nor rust destroy, 
and where teeth do not break and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So the Bible is now saying to us that we should lay our treasure in heaven. Our heart. You see, when we talk of laying treasure in heaven, it is living a life here on heart. With our eyes set on the price. Our eyes set in heaven. Living a life here on heart and having a thinking, a knowledge, awareness that we are here on heart temporarily. That we understand that what whatever year we spend on heart, whatever time we have here is temporary. That whatever struggle, whatever labor we want to have, whatever thing we want to accumulate, we know that we are here temporarily. That we should have our high in heaven. So if a man is always thinking about here or heart, that man will not have any value for heaven. And that's why a lot of time when we say we want to accumulate wealth and we, we move God out of the equation, are we not being stupid? Because on the day when death comes, all those things will forget about it. Don't you know people's wealth that have been wasted? Have you not heard of people who died and their money remained in the bank and they don't know where they do? People even don't know that they have that money there. So even in our work for, for life, in whatever we do in life, let us also think about how we are influencing people around us. You know? Because it's very, very important so that we will not become foolish. The Bible says, What are you profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose a soul? So in our quest for, for securing the future, we need to ensure that we secure our future in Christ first. The Bible says, Seek ye first the, food, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every other thing shall be what? Shall be added unto you. So, love of money, love of wealth is causing a lot of problems in our society today. And why? Because we want the future to be secure. People that call themselves pastor, general officer, they don't care again. So far, they get money. And you see many of them, when they have board of trustee, the husband, the wife, the son, everybody is there. Even before the, the general officer died, they have made the wife the next general overseer, and before the wife died, they have made one of the sons. The work of God has becoming is now becoming family business. Many of the many of these new pescota churches that are one man churches, they are they have organized thing that they made it a family call. There's nobody in the ministry again that can be called that God can use. They have forgotten that when Elijah was about to die. God told him to go and get Eliza. In most ministry today, there's no more Eliza to, re to replace Elijah. Because so far, the wife is there. So far, the son is there. Irrespective of whether that woman or that son know God. So far, they can maintain family business. So people have made churches right now to become family business in an attempt to do what? To secure the future. And let me tell you, there's no future. The only future that we can we need to work work for and work work for is the future is our is where we are going after leaving this world. The Bible says it's appointed for a man to die, but after death, that what there is judgment. 
So whatever we are accumulating, whatever life we are living, let also live that life in, and be thinking that one day we are going to leave this world. So let come to, to the family. Now I've talked, I've spoken about, about, about the nation. You know, in families nowadays, you see many parents, maybe it could be husband, it could be wife, in, in, in family, that our own goal, our what we want to achieve in life is taking priority over our children, is taking priority over our wife, is taking priority over our husband. All these things, they are I'm not saying we should not we should not aspire for good, but in our quest for for being good for, for, for the future, we also need to think about our children. We need to think about our husband. We need to think about our wife. That what I'm doing, how will, how is it affecting my family? How is it affecting my children? How is it affecting my husband? If we don't think like that, the future we want to secure, that future will not be there. Because what is the essence of the future we want to be want to secure? And the home is breaking. There are many people today, even Christians, that they want to secure the future. They are looking for a way of, of making the future better for, them, for themselves, but they are not looking for a way making their home better. Do you know there are people today that are very, very rich, that are popular, that we can look at as Christians, as men and women of God, that don't have home. Do you know that you can say you want to secure your future? If you secure your future and you don't secure your home, do you know you will live a miserable life? Do you know it's, it's very, very possible for you to be successful, to be a successful businessman, a successful pastor, a successful minister, a successful whatever you want to call yourself, and if you are not successful in your home, do you know that you are a failure? I heard recently, that there was one man who died, and at the burial ground, the, the 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 children from the first wife they wanted to to do the right for the man, and the second wife said no. Is that the life we want to live? So what I'm trying to say is that in an attempt to secure future, let us have God. Let put God into the equation. By the time we put God into the equation. Of securing future, then we'll be able to also carry our family along. You carry your children along. You carry your wife along. You carry your husband along. And that is how the future could be great together. So if a man or a woman, if whatever you are thinking about is you, you, you in a relationship, and there's no way you are thinking about us in a relationship, is you are looking about what will benefit you alone. Let me tell you. You will very soon you will discover that you are making a very big mistake. So let us work together in securing our future through the counsel of God. And let me tell you something. I'm not saying that we should be lazy. I'm not saying that we should be useless. I'm not saying that we should not be doing things we should do. But what I'm trying to say is that whatever we are going to do, let think, let look at it. From the perspective, if you are married, look at it from the perspective of your children, perspective of your wife, perspective of your husband, perspective of what is going on, going on around you. Think about it. That if I become successful, what happened to me? 
What happened to my family? What happened to my children? What happened to people around me? And this is very, very important. It's an important truth that many of us don't want to... It's a, it's a bitter truth that many of us don't want to listen to. I normally tell people, even that are very close to me, that are pastor, whosoever you are, I tell them that, look, if we say we are pastor, we are children of God, we are men of God, we are women of God, our family also must be of God. I was talking to somebody one day who was telling me that, look, I don't care, I don't care. You see, you know, the person I'm talking about has a ministry. And the person does not know how to follow the family more than, more than what that person wants to achieve. I said to this, to this person, I said, look, your family comes first. And let me tell you, like I said before, the person fought with me because I was saying to him the truth. But later, I thank God right now, everything has been settled. They are together. Everything is working very well. Right now, everything is okay with them. Because, you know, the wife was able to stand by the truth. And later, God helped them out. What I'm trying to say is this. In whatever future we want to secure, we need to carry ourselves along. Hey, please, my brother, please, my sister, don't think about your future alone when you are in relationship. Because it will cause it will cause problem, and life is not only in, in what we achieve in life. Life is also in what we 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 put to life. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. You know, in the book of Timothy, First Timothy chapter six, verse six to eleven, I read for us. The Bible says, "But godliness with contentment is great gain." For we brought nothing to this world, and it is certain we, we carry nothing out. You see, the Bible says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. So, when we put God first, and we allow God to, to inspire us, to lead us, then we'll be able to take care of all these issues. God will be able to take care of it, take care of it for us, and we'll be able to take care of these issues that can affect us in future. What I'm talking about here is about securing your future. In attempt for us to secure our future, we, we destroy that future that we want to secure. But for if we if we, we work with God and we, we, we are godly, then we'll be able to know that godliness with contentment is a great gain that will come to this world with nothing. And when we live, we are going to live with nothing. And that is that is when we can that is when what normally uh, what we normally look keep as as, as so valuable will we, we, not be meaningful to us again. There are people today that their money. Sometimes people say, "My money, my money." You are in a marriage, and when you supposed to put your money down for you and your husband to to maintain your family, or when you are a man, you supposed to put your money down for you to maintain your family and, and with your husband supposed to work together, and you are saying, "My money, my money." Don't you know that is foolishness? There's no, there's no cancer of God in that. So your husband and your children are suffering. And you have money that you keep in the bank. Your, your, your wife and your children are, are suffering. And you have money that you keep in the bank. And you say, my money, my money. So when we talk of being a Christian, when we talk of securing future, mine, mine, we go out of the window. It will be us. And when we live a life of us, then we will be able to have the good present and we're able to have good future. 
my brother, my sister, let us live a life of no regret with our family and with our children. A life of no regret. A life where we know that the future we are securing, that future is in God, not in what we can make for ourselves. Look at that rich man. The Bible says the rich man have built, you know, he built a new bound and said, look, and now I consider now relax. And the Bible said today, your souls have been taken away from you. And the, the man died. Do you know that irrespective of our of how much money we have, irrespective of how many houses we have, do you know that one day we will also be called to glory? The question is, all those things that we think we are securing for the future, if that future does not come, if you think you are going to live very old and you die before you die, you are not living very old, what, what happened to all your wealth? What happened to all your money? Don't you know, the Bible says we come to this world with nothing. And when we are going to live, we are going to live with nothing. So in, in, in so when we know that when we leave this world, we are going to live with, with nothing, then we are going to plan for the future. And that future we are going to plan will come through God. And th th that will take us to the book of Jeremiah chapter 20, 29 verse 11. The Bible says, for I know the plan I have for you, declare the law, the plan to prosper, you are not to arm you, plan to give you hope and future. So it is when we secure our life in Christ that we can talk about a good future. It is when we secure our life in Christ that our life become that we become selfless. That when we are in position of authority, we will not be thinking about ourselves. We will not be thinking about personal gain. It is when we secure our life in Christ then we know that the thought of God for us is of good, that God will take us to good end. Then we become selfless. Selfless man, selfless woman, selfless children, selfless community that will be able to build a nation, build a community, build a church, and that will be able to know that as we build our nation together, our family together, we are building a great future. Do you know that all these problems that we have in our nation today, that we have in our community today, do you know it comes from the problem that we have in family today? So if you are, if you put your trust in God and the Lord is guiding you and you know that the Lord secure your future, let me tell you, you will not worry about many things that people are worried about because your focus is not, you know, your focus is not about the weight of this world. Because the Bible says this world is passing by and everything that is, is in it. And if Jesus Christ does not come today, does not come tomorrow, you don't know when you are going to die. If you die, your own Jesus has come. Look at people that have died around you that are trying to secure future. You know, I remember somebody that was buried recently. You know, this person has a lot of money. But when they buried him, even they didn't use casket. They just used ordinary clothes to put him in the, in the, in the burial ground. And that was it. Despite all the money that he has. I've, I've heard of people before that they bury with limousine. But the limousine that they used to bury that individual, when, when the thief have time, they will go there to go and remove the limousine and throw the body on the floor. So, my dear brother, my sister, in an attempt to secure our future, let us not for, for God, forget God. Because when we don't forget God, we allow God to reign in our heart. Or every other thing we are talking about, 
will fall, will fall, will fall into place. It is when God takes care of your heart that you will be able to take care of people around you. It is when God takes care of your heart that you will not be selfish. It is when God takes care of your heart that when you are in the position of authority, you will do your work according to standard. Let look. I want to let you know that it's only God that can secure your future. The Bible says, I've got a good thought for you. Thought of good, not of evil, to grant you expected end. When, God, when you are in God, your future is secure. No matter what happens, God cannot forsake you. We can see the experience of Joseph. God secured Joseph's future. Joseph was selfless. Nobody said that Joseph was accumulating anything for himself. Even when they put him in place of authority. He also loved his brother. When his brother came back to him, he said, you meant it for evil, but God has made it for good. If you are the one, you will punish all those brothers. Are you not going to punish them? Let's look at the experience of Ruth. It's told by, by, by the mother-in-law, despite the fact that everything was over. When you stand by God, let me tell you, it cannot be over for you. Because the Lord has interest in you. Let's look at the, 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 the experience of Esther, the experience of Mordecai, the experience of Daniel. People that work with God, they have a sure future. So I want to let you know, my brother and my sister, your future can only be secure in Christ. I'm not saying we should not, be hard, we should not work very hard. I'm not saying we should not invest for the future. But what I'm saying is that in our investing for future, in our, in our securing our future, do not forget God. The Bible says, Seek ye for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every other thing shall be added unto you. When a future is laid on Christ, the only drop. The Bible says, There was a wise man who built his house on the rock. When the wind came, the house stood. And there was a foolish man who built his house on the sand. When the wind, and, when the wind blew, the house fell. And the, the fall was so great. When you secure your life in Christ, let me tell you, your future is secure. And that is when you are going to have good future. That is when you are going to have, that is when you are not going to be foolish. So the Bible said, the sorrow of those who seek another God shall be multiplied. So in an attempt to secure future for yourself, and you are following another God, and you think another God will help you for your future. Let me tell you, you are deceiving yourself. There's nothing there. In summary, in summary, my brother, my sister, I want every one of us to be selfless. Be selfless. Selfless in the sense that have understanding that we are in this world temporarily. We are only good as we are. Number number two, I would like us to 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 know. I would like every one of us to please take care of ourselves, take care of our children, teach our children on how to be responsible. Do not accumulate wealth for your children, for them to, to for them to inherit. Invest in the life of your children and teach your children. To be useful, teach them how to bring about, to bring out the potential in them. Teach them on how to be useful member of the family. 
Teach them on how to be useful member of the community. Teach them on how to be useful member of the nation. Don't teach them to embezzle money. Don't teach your children fraud. Don't teach your children anything that is ungodly. When you are in position of authority, whether you are a pastor or you are in government offices, please do your job as unto the law. Let what will come out of you be about the future of your nation, future of your community. The community that everybody is turning to, the, the, the Western world, they, they have plan for themselves. They plan, and we can also plan this in Africa. It's possible. Number four, let all our pastors and ministers, let them live by what they preach. Don't tell people that God is good and you yourself, you are not being good. Don't teach people that God will bless people. God is God of prosperity and be telling them to be dipping their hand in their pocket and bring everything that they have. And when they are suffering, don't teach people that everything is good and you yourself, you don't want to die. I would like us to rest and, and have faith in God. As we have faith in God, then our future will be secure. Anyone that is thinking of securing future without Christ, that person is foolish. And I know the Lord God Almighty will help us so that we will be able to go back onto the drawing board. As we are thinking about our future, we think about our family, we think about our children, we think about everything so that when that future comes, if we have opportunity, we will not be regretting in that future. There are people today who have a lot of money, who have a lot of who are who are who have retired from a very, very big positions. But they are many of them are suffering, many of them are regretting because whatever they're supposed to do, when they were young, they were not doing it. And I pray ours will not be like that in Jesus' name. My brother, my sister, your future is great in the hand of God. But let God help you. Let God teach you. Have faith in God and God will help you in Jesus' name. Those who put their trust in God, they will, they will never be ashamed. They are never ashamed. And when you put your trust in God too, you will not be ashamed. Let's secure our, our life. Let's secure our future in God. And God will not fail you. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want us to pray. I want us to pray.